My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the 23rd day of September 2022. Uh, this show is pre recorded, as when you watch this at 11 o'clock, I will be at uh, with my pulmonologist. So, big morning for me today. Not a whole lot in the news, but we still have some weather to look at. Of course, Canada braces for Fiona. Carnival Splendor crosses the international date line. We've got a few more details from Canada. Hot Air Tom gets ready to board the Prima. Sue got a tattoo. <laughs> Rochelle is in Paris, the Chapel of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, St. Catherine La Beret. I have a thing they're getting ready to board the flight to come back home. This might be the end of their trip. I'm not sure about that one. And Cindy and the girls, of course, they're on the Norwegian Epic. They were in Florence with a little wine tasting in Tuscany. Why does that not surprise me with that, that crowd? That and more here at 11. Today is National American Pot Pie Day. I don't mind pot pies. It's not my favorite. Of course, it's a little cool this morning. It wouldn't be a bad day for a pot pie. But so, uh, take care of that, folks. Do, do yourself a pot pie for lunch or dinner today. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big hitters like TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Pandora, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, any of them. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. If you ever want to hop over to our 
pictures or clips that we're showing, uh, feel free to do so. There's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can access the video feed. All right. Hot Air Tom. This is a shot from his hotel. This, no, that's not it. <laughs> what happened to Hot Air Tom's picture? Oh, there it is. Had it in the wrong place. Hot Air Tom uh, took this shot early this morning from his hotel of the Prima in place in Southampton. And then back to this one that I flicked up. That, of course, is Cindy's ship. She was in Florence. And up on board the ship early, the pool deck on the Epic. The uh, water sports things. I wonder if she actually went down the water slide. I'll have to ask her about that one. And then the girls took a little uh, side trip up to Tus- into the Tuscany region for a little wine tasting, went to a vineyard, and this is a little showroom display of the vineyard. They had a little uh, snacks with the wine tasting. Uh, I did get to go out and tour to actually see the vineyards themselves. You know, a lot of the places where you go for wine tasting, they don't want to let, want to let you get anywhere near the um, vineyards for uh, obvious reasons. They're very protective. They don't want any possibility of damage done to them uh, in any way, shape, or form. So anyway, that Cindy and the girls that went out and did a little wine tasting. All right, to make this, to give you the backstory on on Sue's tattoo, as you can see, it's a little wiener dog. Well, Sue and Barry, I don't know, they have six or eight. And I'm not sure if they're actually miniature dachshunds or dachshunds full size, because it's hard to tell. I think they're maybe miniature dachshunds. But anyway... So Sue got a tattoo of a wiener dog, and that's it filled in. So the first person that I've actually talked to uh, or have information that has used the tattoo parlor on a Virgin Voyages ship. And Rochelle is in Paris, like I said. Oops, that's the dog again. I didn't want to do that. Oh, that's Sue and Barry, by the way. That that was in uh, Cagliari. That was just a good picture. All right, Rochelle, uh, again, like I said, in Paris. And just the amazingness of the cathedrals and churches all over Europe. So. We'll see if uh, we have anything more from Michelle tomorrow, or that'll be Monday. 
uh, my next show, unless something happens over the weekend. But uh, that's it for uh, that portion of the show. I'll be back with a little bit of news right after word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, we still got to talk about weather, of course. Fiona has slipped past Bermuda. Uh, is now heading toward a direct hit in Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. Hurricane conditions expected in Nova Scotia by early tomorrow. There's uh, still warnings in effect for Bermuda as it's gone past uh, Nova Scotia from Hubbard's to Brulee, Prince Edward Island, Isle de la Madeleine, in Newfoundland from Parsons Pond to Francois. I'll have hurricane warnings. Tropical storm warnings is in effect for St. Andrews, New Brunswick to West Hubbard's, Nova Scotia, west of Brulee, Nova Scotia to Cup, uh, Cap Madeline, Quebec, Anacosti Island, Sheldrake, Quebec to north of Parsons Pond, Newfoundland, Boat Harbor to Hari Bay, Newfoundland, and Francois to St. Lawrence, Newfoundland. The center of Hurricane uh, Fiona was located about 155 miles northwest of Bermuda, about 765 miles south-southwest of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Fiona is moving toward the north-northeast at 25 miles an hour, a north-northeast or north uh, eastward motion with an additional increase in forward speed is expected today. Some reduction in forward speed as it turns toward the north is fo- forecast for tonight through tomorrow. On the forecast track, the center of Fiona passed to the northwest of Bermuda uh, early this morning. Fiona's center uh, will then approach Nova Scotia later today, move across Nova Scotia and the Gulf of St. Lawrence tomorrow, and then across Labrador over the Labrador Sea on uh, Sunday. Maximum sustained winds are 125 miles an hour, so it's been dropped back to a Category 3 storm. There could be some slight weakening uh, as it approaches Canada, 
However, Fiona is so big that and the, the, the and powerful uh, that the it doesn't matter what it's going to hit Canada at; it's going to hit with a punch. <clears throat> so the hurricane force winds extend outward 115 miles from the center. That's hurricane force. You know, tropical force winds is like you know 380 miles. So the estimated central pressure is still down at 936, <clears throat> which means that it could still wreak a lot of havoc. Now, the thing that's, that disturbs me the most about this is not necessarily, and by the way, let me, this is the path she's, uh, no, that's not the path that she's going to take. I don't have that cone up. So Fiona is just going to head straight pretty much due north now, hit Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and that area. What scares me the most is that the ships that are in that vicinity haven't had the chance to escape like happens in the Caribbean. So uh, ships that could be affected by this storm that are currently in, in ports along the East Coast or having just gotten off those ports. Now, keep in mind, this storm missed Bermuda on the west side. That's on the U.S. coast side. So this morning, ships that could be affected by some portions of this at least rain and winds, maybe not actually hurricane force winds, but definitely tropical force winds, include Enchantment of the Sea, Carnival Magic, uh, the Rald Admanson, that's a Hurdy Gruten uh, ship, uh, the American Cruise Line's Independence, Adventure of the Seas, Voyager of the Seas. Then up in the St. Lawrence uh, Seaway, you got Oceana Insignia. You've got Star Pride from Windsor. You've got uh, Southern Seaborne Quest. And of course, you've got uh, Holland America's New Staten Dam. Now, those could be in Montreal or Quebec that are supposed to come in or out of the St. Lawrence Seaway, but they're basically uh, now those are in the river. I mean, in the St. Lawrence Seaway, they're not going to get out of this for possibly a couple days. Uh, I'm just I'm concerned that all these ships have not had the time to get to safe places for the passengers. Um, they could be in for some rough sailing. I think the only uh, one ship that had changed its itinerary uh, officially was a a change in from going to Bermuda. We know that would be out for today and they're going to Canada. Well, this thing's going to head right, uh, right up their tailpipe. I don't know. This, this, I'm a little worried about the, 
about the outcome of this. I think some people are going to be in for some rough sailing for the next couple of days. Just my thought, folks. Now, back to this map, okay? Gaston is uh, out near the Azores. Uh, heavy rainfall is expected over west and central Azores today and tomorrow. Maximum sustained winds, 60 miles an hour. It's moving uh, east-southeast at 15. Um, Minimum central pressure is 999. At 9 o'clock this morning, the center of tropical storm Gaston was located about 140 miles north-northwest of uh, Fail Island in the central Azores. Gaston is moving toward the east-southeast near about nine miles an hour. A slower southeastern motion is expected today, followed by a southward and then a southwestward motion tonight and early tomorrow. In other words, this thing is going to take a 90-degree turn, uh, actually a 180-degree turn from the direction it was going, and is going to head back to the west. So there's no indication yet of it strengthening, uh, and it supposedly is going to, over the next couple of days, gradually weaken and hopefully go away. That's hoped for. Now, not so lucky are we <clears throat> with nine down here. This is the uh, path of nine, which will become um, Hermine when it becomes a name storm, which could be later today or tomorrow, assuming this is the next name storm. <clears throat> it's possible that the storm right off the coast of Africa could overtake it, but it's most likely that Hermine will be this storm. So, Tropical Depression 9 is expected to produce heavy rainfall and in instances of flash flooding, possible mudslides in the areas of higher terrain in Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. Heavy rains are also likely to spread into Jamaica and the Cayman Islands. The depression is expected to approach Jamaica and the Cayman Islands as an intensifying tropical storm. Watches and warnings for these locations may be required. The system is forecast to approach western Cuba now and enter into the southeastern Gulf of Mexico, interest in Cuba, and along the eastern coast of the United States should definitely closely monitor this uh, storm uh, through the weekend. And now it looks like it has Florida in its sights. So what will probably be Hermine is going to head directly for Florida. See if there's any more information on that. Um, it's located about 615 miles 
east-southeast of Kingston, Jamaica, which makes it about 1,100 miles uh, east-southeast of Havana. <clears throat> it's moving toward the west-northwest about 13 miles an hour. It's going to head directly west, then turn back to the west-northwest, and then the northwest by the weekend. Maximum sustained winds are 35 currently. Uh, slow intensification is forecast over the next day or two, followed by more significant intensification over the weekend and to early next week. Currently, the pressure is in the safety zone. It's at 1,006 millibars. However, with the intensification, this puppy is most likely not only to become a tropical storm, but a hurricane. And at this point, we have no idea how strong it's going to be. It's going over just extraordinarily warm water. So that's going to be adding a lot of fuel. Now, back to the main map, the two systems off of Africa, the uh, yellow X is... Not expected to do a whole lot. You're talking about a 20 to 30% formation over the next five days. You know, it's going to head several hundred miles still to the Cabo Verde, I mean, uh, from the Cabo Verde Islands and several hundred miles to get to the islands in the Caribbean. It's just, I don't see this one doing anything. Not so much the one coming off the shore that's the red X. They're talking a 70% chance of further development in two days and another 70% over five days. This is going to be the next storm. Maybe, hopefully, it would be nice if it's the last storm of the season as we are definitely getting to the end of the season now. But it's been a lot of action. So... We got to keep our eyes on that. We definitely got to keep our eyes on nine, uh, and of course Fiona's going to wreak havoc with. Well, still going to wreak havoc with Bermuda because it's close and it's such a big storm. But all up and down the um, east coast of the U.S. and then it's hard hit into uh, Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. So Gaston, Gaston's going to cause some grief with Azores, but I don't see it doing much else. All right. That takes us to the Pacific Coast. You got uh, Newton, and you got a new storm now that's developed. The new storm I don't see doing much, and Newton is turned to the west. And it's pretty much expected just to hook a little round to the west and the, or northwest and then uh, hook to the uh, southwest. And it's going to dissipate. Uh, it's just, you know, a couple more days, it'll be gone. So, so much for the weather for today. A couple quick news stories. Carnival Splendor. And this one, um, that wasn't Carnival Splendor. 
Not sure what happened with the picture. There, that's the picture missing. Okay. Carnival Splendor recently concluded her season in Alaska, uh, where she spent the summer sailing in uh, colder climates from Seattle, showing guests everything the state has to offer. Now she's on her way to warmer temperatures as she sails to uh, uh, Australia. <clears throat> Yesterday marked a special occasion for guests and crew on board the Concordia-class ship. As she crossed the international date line, the vessel was sailing westward in the Southern Ocean after visiting Hawaii. Crossing the international date line recognized calendar boundary means the Carnival Splendor skipped a day of the week. I don't quite understand all this, and I haven't figured it out yet. But basically, it was Wednesday when it happened. It crosses the date line, and it becomes Friday. Why didn't it become just, I'm not sure why I understand all that. It completely skips a day. So, anyway, that's what they say. So, I'll let it go with that. The other thing this morning is uh, just an update on our story from uh, Canada. The Canadian government has decided to drop the vaccination requirement for people entering Canada and random COVID testing at airports and make the use of the ArriveCan app optional. By the end of the month, a senior government source told CBC, that's the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Earlier this week, <clears throat> the CDC was told that Ottawa was leaning toward ending the measures, but that a final decision hadn't been made was waiting the approval of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The current COVID-19 emergency order related to border measures was set to expire September 30th. The government had the option of extending the measures or, uh, or not. Well, apparently it's not. And the government is expected to make an announcement on Monday, the source says. So now we've got a second source from the government uh, talking to the CBC that confirms the fact that they are going to do away with uh, at least that much of the protocols. The official spoke to the CBC on condition of anonymity as they were not authorized to speak publicly. So it'll become final and uh, formal on Monday when the government releases it. But that's what they're going to release. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up today's show. As uh, I've said all week, that this show was going to be pre-recorded as I'm at the doctor's today. Uh, thank you for being with me. I will see everybody back here again on Monday for the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast, or if anything major happens over the weekend, I hope to have a weekend of getting a lot more content posted from the last few cruises, uh, both on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So you might want to keep checking those sources because I got a whole bunch of stuff to do. So, Hopefully we'll see you guys sometime over the weekend. If not, 
We'll see everybody back here at Mon- on Monday for Monday's Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. That's it for now. This is the old fat travel guy. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, thinking about cruising, and we'll see everybody one day soon on the high seas. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.